Hello folks, and welcome <clears throat> to another episode of Poet Thread. This is Poet Thread, and I am your host, CK Hansen81. This is episode number 16, Sweet 16. In this episode, we will be talking about the poet Jericho Brown, and his poem is called um, his poem is called, sorry, Night Shift, and it was featured in April 9th, 2018 issue of The New Yorker. This is Jericho Brown, and his poem is Night Shift. So let's get right into it. I'll read, um, I don't know if I can read the whole poem because it, I can't, you know, it might be copyrighted or I'm not allowed to, etc. So what I'll do is I'll read some, like a couple of lines and then, uh, and then I will, uh, read some of my favorite lines. So basically what I think Night Shift is about, this poem, is, is he's talking, the narrator of the poem and or Jericho Brown is talking about art and love, lovers, and a, spe a specific lover that the narrator had, or has, or once had. And the, uh, the lover, I want, let me read this line. This is what the lover uh, said. I once bothered with a man who called me Snack. Midnight snack, to be exact. Now that's a great phrase, because he uses, the poet uses, Jericho Brown, uses snack, midnight snack, repetition, and then to be exact. It's a linear rhyme. So he's not, he's doing something off the cuff, but very soothing to the ear, I would say. Um... Midnight snack, what a what a concept, right? But in this case, in this poem, the narrator or Jericho Brown is saying that basically he was abused. He was abused by this man who we don't really know, but he tells some things about him. Um, and... Um, he says, he goes on to say, I'd oblige because he hurt me with a violence I mistook for desire. What an interesting concept and thought, but what a harrowing uh, and depressing and horrible situation that is when someone repeat, uh, when someone records this. I'd oblige because he hurt me with a violence I mistook for desire. So he's saying there that he was thinking more innocently about this man, or he was in love with him, or on and on, romantic innocence, love on his end. And this man seems to me to be some sort of manipulator, or, or showed that he once loved the narrator, but now it's about... Um, abuse and maybe it's uh, sadomasochism or something else the narrator doesn't go into detail about 
the uh, relationship. Maybe the narrator doesn't know for sure. But this this narrated narrative voice is very interesting and innocent. I would say. Um, it's just. And then the last line he says, he's so full he never has to eat again. And the moon goes. Now, and the moon goes catches me there because it's not not very linearly um, expected. It's not the next, it's not what um, the reader or I would expect to happen, but it's very beautiful too. And the moon goes, you know? Even goes and the moon don't don't aren't traditionally put together. So when he when someone says and the moon goes, it's uh, it's not traditional, which is beautiful, good, fine, but it's also an interesting way to end a poem because it's not expected, it's unique, it's non-traditional, and on. Um, he starts the poem off by saying, when I touched, brushed, and measured, I think of myself as a painting. That's great. That's just a great line. I think of myself as a painting. I mean, so in a way, the man in this poem that treat, mistreats the narrator poorly and abusively, uh, with abuse, um, probably also thinks of the narrator as a painting. Maybe the, the, the abuser, abusing man, thinks that, um, you know, the narrator is physically beautiful or romantically beautiful, but, uh, and uses that for their gain, so to speak, or their pleasure, or their kind of, you know, um, they're uh, they're just it's it's superficial in a way, but as a when you think of yourself as a painting, that's not a superficial idea. But but the man who's abusing the the person, the narrator, uh, thinking of them as a painting, it's like an object. It might be a beautiful object. It might be a beautiful idea or object or frame, but it's still framing the the uh, picture, the idea, but it's still an object. And this is what he, I believe Mr. Jericho Brown is talking about here. Um, that he's being, even though he's a beautiful person in terms of what the man, abusive man believes, he's nonetheless being objectified and, uh, and, and cut down and simplified more than who he wants, and maybe it's because he wants to be in a relationship, but he's he's telling his sacrifice. I don't know if this is a true story or not, but the narrator of this story is definitely delivering details on a sacrifice that he made through a relationship that probably went sour, more or less, at the end or in the middle, or 
I mean, when he says, how do you say prepared in French? That's out of the blue to me. I don't understand where that comes in. Um, but it's interesting. It's very innovative and interesting. I like it. But it's like, and the moon goes, you know. He's doing, um, He's. Ex I feel he's, ex the narrator, the author is experimenting with, with a new um, kind of formal uh, form within the the free form of free verse. So a lot of people will repeat ideas and concepts and themes and words and phrases in the stanzas. That gets boring, you know. Jericho Brown here is doing something else, okay? And uh, what he's doing is is very interesting and novel in my in my view. Okay, so that was uh, the night shift by Jericho Brown. Um, you know, you can find this poem in the New Yorker. It is published in the print edition of the April 9th, two thousand eighteen issue. So, uh, thank you and. Uh, I wish you all the best, and I hope to be around a little bit later, and I will hope to check in again soon. Take care, folks. Best wishes and pleasant regards. Your pal, C.K. Hansen, 81. This is Poet Thread. Goodbye.